0: Let's move to the national platform. In Ottawa yesterday, the finance minister unveiled the budget. It is $497 billion. And I wouldn't say it's full of pork, but it's full of a lot of well-meaning intentions. Um, Thomas Mulcair is going to join us in a second to help us interpret exactly what the finance minister and this government are doing. But first, Jugmeet Singh. Uh, he's in the catbird seat, but he's already signaled, yeah, the NDP's gonna vote for it. We push for
1: concrete things to help people right now, and we're gonna continue to push for longer-term solutions, how we can tackle deflation, how we can make sure food is affordable in our country. These are things that are long-term and we're gonna continue to work on. But right now, people need some relief. People need some more money in their pocket. And we've achieved that with the dental care program and with this um, doubling of the GST rebate, which is now being called the grocery rebate. That's real support for people who've been saying
0: we need some concrete steps. Meanwhile, Pierre Polyev, leader of the Conservatives and leader of the opposition, says he won't vote for it. All that they have delivered is more debt, more inflation, and more costs on the the backs of the hardworking and beleaguered people of this country. And that is why Conservatives are proud to announce we will be voting against this inflationary debt. All right. So he also uh, came up. I'm sure he didn't come up with it. Everyone's got a clever phrase these days. I think it started with the O.J. Simpson trial. If it doesn't fit, you must acquit. And in the case of Polyev, he was talking about uh, this. He wants a budget that is for the have nots, not have yachts. Clever, Thomas Mulcair joins us, former leader of the opposition, so he knows a thing or two about how things work in Ottawa. Nice to have you again, sir. <laughs> Good to be with you, John. Okay, so uh, I'll let you take this anywhere uh, because there's just so much to this budget. It's there's normally a budget comes out and they call it like the working forward together forever budget. Uh, in this case, it's just <laughs> sort of here's a bunch of stuff.
1: Fair enough. And a lot of this came out of focus groups. So, oh, so you want to make sure that you can recharge all of your electronics with the same plug. Great. So we'll put that in the budget. huh? But there, then there's a whole litany of those types of things. But again, they're just answering what they've picked up in surveys and in focus groups. Overall, this is the all-in classic Justin Trudeau type of move. He always doubles down. So in the fall, they were sort of toying with, well, maybe we'll steer towards austerity. And, you know, we we were projecting over a four- or five-year horizon. We'd actually have a budget surplus. All that out the window. Trudeau sat down at the poker table, looked Toiliev in the eye and says, you want to have this fight? Let's have this fight. And he pushed all his chips to the middle of the table. He's spending like crazy on what he's calling his green plan. He's got tons of stuff in there to lower greenhouse gases because everything they've done for eight years has failed. We have not in any way, shape or form met our international obligations to do just that. So he's trying to match the Americans who are, you know, in this inflation reduction act, they're spending hundreds of billions of real dollars, Yankee dollars, and we're putting up tens of millions of of billions, sorry, of Canadian, you know, pretty well matching them proportionally and saying we don't want another brain drain, We want to get on board on this stuff. We want the new economy, the new green economy. And that's what he's betting on. He's putting a bunch of money in there and he's putting a bunch of stuff in the window and saying, Canadians will be with me. Oh, and by the way, vote for me and I'll give you 500 bucks for your groceries.
0: So there's also the expansion of the dental program, which to my eye, and you'd know better than me, has to be one of the most significant new social programs that we've come up with in Canada. I mean, outside of the special stuff during COVID.
1: Yes. And social programs are very hard for new governments to get rid of. So they're the probably the safest way to do something progressive. But I am keeping an eye on the bottom line because what was announced first was a certain number of billions. And now it's Almost double that. So how did that happen? If you ask the parliamentary budget officer and other people who look at this stuff, they're saying, this is a good idea without a real program. There's no plan here. So it's essentially going to be, fingers crossed, please tell us the truth system. Send us a bill you're going to get your check and we'll hope that it was actually some work that was done on your kids' teeth and not some way that you found to get money out of the government. That's the problem. The people in Ottawa who were working on this thing, you know, last year were saying, "Uh, boss, uh, this isn't ready. Uh, We can't roll it out. And Trudeau, you know, to stick with his deal with Singh said, it's not because you haven't been able to develop this thing. We're just going to announce a program. We're going to announce a number and we're going to start sending the checks out. And so that that was the trick uh, for Trudeau. Again, he he had to deliver on this key promise to Singh. Now there's another key promise, John, for the end of this year, if the government is still there and we haven't had an election in the fall, and that is to have something on Pharmacare. That's another key promise that he's made to Justin, to, sorry, to Jagmeet Singh. And that's one of Singh's major themes that he's had since he, he became leader of the NDP.
0: Okay. And because everything's all about Toronto, I want to play a bit of audio for you, Thomas Mulcair. Uh, this is John Burnside, who chairs the commission that runs the TTC, the Toronto Transit Commission. And there was nothing in the budget yesterday for Toronto. And he says it's time for the Liberals to pony up. Let's listen. We have 23 Liberal MPs in the city of Toronto, plus two who are Liberals but sitting as independents. And it's about time they got off their hands and started fighting for the city they run. Represent. Okay. Thomas Mulcair, I think the Liberals assume they're always going to win Toronto, so why bother?
1: It's not a safe assumption. And Poilievre is starting to learn how to talk to various cultural communities and understand their issues and bring issues that are dear to his heart, like getting rid of the carbon tax and explaining to them what that could mean. You you listen, as I do sometimes, to Sylvain Charlebois, a prophet. at Dal, yeah. talks a lot about agricultural and food issues. He's got a paper out today that's very interesting, and he's saying, look, we have not done a proper accounting of the effect of the carbon tax on food prices in Canada. Now, I've never tagged Sylvain Charlebois as being some uh, right-wing uh, loony. He, th- this guy is just looking at this stuff and saying, we haven't had this discussion. We haven't looked at it. So Poiliev is going to keep with his Themes. He's going to listen to Stephen Harper's admonition hey, whatever you do, don't start talking about your policies. They'll just attack you. Keep attacking Trudeau, which is classic what we heard before. I mean, you know, the suspense, John, was almost unbearable. Is Jagmeet Singh going to vote for the budget? Will Pierre Poitier vote against the budget? <sighs> I was so relieved when it came out the way it did. I mean, you know, that, that's what Canadians are looking at right now. Is there going to be any relief for us? The 500-buck check, smart politics, but Poitier is going to keep hitting his themes longer term, vote for us. Life will get better. Things will be less expensive.
0: Thomas Mulcair, always a pleasure. Thank you.
1: Good to talk to you, John. All the best.
0: That's Thomas Mulcair. We've been spoiled this week. Thomas has been on every day. He normally joins us for a regular feature on Monday. We call it Mulcair Monday.